this series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The facts that will be presented are true. Scientists representing the world's foremost research centers took part in the examination of the evidence. Welcome to Paranormal Guys. I'm Chris. And I'm Chad. And together, our Wonder Twin powers could activate. Activate. Form of puddle of water. Form of pterodactyl. And then the pterodactyl gets blamed for that puddle of water. What would happen Yeah. if when he was like, form of big cat, uh-huh. and she did like, or the other way around, I don't know. Yeah, he was remember. always water. And she he was, was okay, she was like, form of big cat. Yeah. And he did something like, form of bucket of water. And say she got thirsty and drank the bucket of water, what would happen? UTI. Would he be it? Would he be doing it? Hey! Let me out! You, you witch! Eventually, eventually he'd work his way out. <laughs> Slowly. Slowly and painfully. Or what if he accidentally said, form a puddle of water and he wasn't on like concrete or something and he was on grass and he just absorbed down into the dirt? He just wake up dirty or come out of it dirty <laughs> wonder twin powers yeah you feel better about that now i do I, every now and then you have to think about these things and a little peek into the world of Hanna barbera you gotta dig deeper and explain the world of that's true stuff one less thing will keep me awake at night now it is true truly one of these days we'll have to go over my chris's big mysteries of the universe how we have i haven't i have things that need answers like what did Helen Keller dream, and if she did, of what? Water. I mean, I how guess. do you? Because she can't see, she can't hear. What do you dream about? Pokemon. How do you know what a Pokemon is? That's where they came from. From her dreams. Yeah, Helen Keller's dreams. <laughs> hmm. There you go. Fair enough. Now you know, sir. And knowing. Half the battle. It is. That's what G.I. Joe told me. G.I. Joe taught me a lot. It did. I believe their lessons at the end were much more effective than the uh, He-Man lessons. At yeah. The end. Orko didn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Orko was kind of stuck on himself. Yeah. It's short. Yeah, it's true. Had always got in the way. Never trusted mystical being that hides its face. Well, you know, the storyline goes that Horde Prime was a trollin. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Horde Prime was trolling, sir. I 
If I'm not aware of that, I'm sure at some point I was. I just you know I'm about appalled it. by your ignorance. I'm sure you are. I am. Anyway. So any any people that care to look that up? Horde Prime Trollin, look it up. <laughs> if you're looking that up right now, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Chris. Yes, Chad. Yeah. Anything uh, exciting going on with you? Hey, just got another uh, birthday party down. Holstered. That's right. Another Holstered one and done. Insert your euphemism here. Yep. Now you get a 65-pound beanbag to kick around the house. All right. It's going to be mine. Yeah, well, I mean, curl up on it like a cat. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure there's three cats that are going to get great use out of that beanbag chair. Probably. And a dog. Yeah. And a turtle. Well. If I let Shelly out. <laughs> have to take a turtle out of its enclosure. Here, Shelly. Here, I'll just throw you in there. You'll be fine. Look, thank you. It's a beanbag. Turtles love beanbags. My favorite. <laughs> so that's been about the only thing uh, lately with me is birthday party planning and in the bag. Exciting. That's right. So what's going on with the uh, Mr. Smith? Well, Halloween's over. The pool's finally been winterized. Now right. the decorations need to be put away. Halloween is over. The <clears throat> yeah. Post holiday depression sets in. That's right. Days are getting shorter. Who cares about Christmas? Weather's getting colder. Hopefully, there's a DJI Mavic under the Christmas tree for me this year, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yes, we all know you need a drone, Chad. I do need a drone. It's very important. What are you going to do with the drone? Drone stuff? <laughs> drone things? Drone things. Drone on and on, sir. You know what you should do? You should paint it like a bee. Uh-huh. And then you can fly around and be say it's a drone. And they're like, what are you doing? And you're like, nothing. It's a drone. It doesn't work. That's right. Oh, you know one thing I did forget in the last show? What's that? We were so excited about Halloween. I for mm. completely forgot to mention. In the uh, Paranormal Guys Eye of the Storm William Blanchard opening theme remix. Yes. You know. That uh, those little voice outtakes you heard were uh, very specific people. You did forget to mention. I that. did. So if you were wondering, here's here's your bonus for last week's or two week ago's show. That first one where you hear vampires, that is actually Nick Redfern, mm-hmm. writer of thirty thousand some odd books. That's true. Which, which they're actually good. Yeah, yeah. He does. You would think you job. pump out that many books, they're gonna not be that great. They're actually good books. Yeah, he gets them out quick, and they're good. And uh, if you haven't ever read one or checked on anything by Mr. Redfern, I suggest you do. Then the Mummies uh, outtake is Ken Gerhard. Yes. Another writer of books and investigator of the paranormal. Strange and unusual. (laughs) And the... Gentleman that is saying witches is our own William Blanchard. That's right. Musical genius. Musical genius. (laughs) They were kind enough to give us little voice samples for that. Mm -hmm. Made it extra special. It did. For those those listeners who like that little extra effort we put in. That's right. You're you're in the know. That's right. You have your finger on the pulse. You can play that song for people and go, yeah, you know who that is? Yeah. That's right. I do. (laughs) I know these things. Do you know these things? So if you're in Adelaide, Australia, or Karlstad, Sweden, you can be like, I know them. That's right. True that. (laughs) But anyway, I think, Chad, this week, 
Yes, sir. There's going to be the triumphant return of the pair O news stories. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm excited. I am too. Yeah. So Chad has made his way over to the Paro Normal News Desk. Attention, ladies and gentlemen, all the ships at sea. It's true. Not only have we pushed back the Nazi forces, but we've got some great news. What for, Hitler? What for? <laughs> Truly. <laughs> so, Chad, why don't you kick us off with the old uh, first of the Paro News stories? I am. I'm going to talk a little bit about unknown stories of Western New York monsters, myths, and legends. Mm-hmm. This was done by Peter Gallivan. Uh, Buffalo, New York. Uh, he starts out saying that he is known by many names, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, and the question remains, is he real? Historian and storyteller Mason Winfield says that just about every area with wooded terrain also has Sasquatch sightings. He added that western New York is no different. Winfield points to sightings in the area surrounding Allegheny State Park all the way north to the Enscarpment in Lewiston. So with all the reports, why has the animal remained so elusive? Why? I don't know. Why? Well, maybe we'll discuss that a little bit more here. (laughs) Why has nobody ever been able to capture one? Why? Because he's fast, like marsupials. That's right. Marsupials. The fast. Frankenstein's monster never scared me. Sasquatch does. Because he's fast. fast. The Native American traditions may hold an explanation. Michael Bastine is an Algonquin healer, storyteller, and spiritual teacher. That's all on a... Business card. Does that mean he teaches about spirits or te- he teaches spirits? Well, he's a spiritual teacher, so he probably teaches about oh. being spiritual. Be much more interesting if he taught ghosts. Well, he might. Two plus two is four. Contact him and see what he says. I will. Uh, he believes that it may be a being that can travel between realms. <gasps> like Gandalf. Like Lord of the Rings. He points to an ancient story of the creation of mankind. According to the story, around the beginnings of mankind, there were also beings called stone giants. Not to be confused with stoned giants. Wait, is that like the guy in A NeverEnding Story? I, I guess. That He's got the big, big, strong hands. The, the big rock... Uh, uh, big wheel? Big wheel. Yeah. yeah. Probably. They were given many powers, including the ability to make <laughs> wind, thunder, and even move trees and mountains. Well, I mean, I can make wind. If you're a stone giant, you're gassy. <laughs> one day, the creator checked up on the stone giants, and one of them asked the creator to close his eyes. <laughs> well, uh, oh, turn placing, around. <laughs> placing a hand on one shoulder and then a hand on the other shoulder, the creator became nervous. I don't no. like this story anymore, Chad. <laughs> he said he had something to show him. I... When the creator opened his eyes again, the stone giant had moved a mountain slightly closer. <laughs> the creator then told the stone giant to close his eyes. Wait a minute. What is, what are you, what is this supposed to be on. about? Within a second, he said, open your eyes. And the stone giant turned his head and smashed his nose on the mountain that was now directly in front of him. A sign of the creator's great powers. What? He smashed his face into a rock? Yeah, That's his great powers. Like, he was like, whoop, whoop. Look at that. I will beat the crap out of you. (laughs) The creator told the stone giant that they would all be banished from the earth for his abuse of the gifts that he had given them. So basically it was, hey, I'm showing off. Well, hey, you know, I'm more powerful than you are, so screw you. (laughs) The creator told the stone giants that they would all be banished from the earth for his abuse of the gifts that he had given them. Like I said before. Yes. (laughs) Uh, The stone giant pleaded and said if he was allowed, if he allowed them to stay, 
They would never abuse their powers again and would exist as protectors of nature and sacred areas. Like Captain Planet. Therefore, Captain Planet was born. Bastine says that many believe the Sasquatch to be a stone giant. The story of the stone giants and Sasquatch set at the intersection of ancient teachings and modern superstitions and within the unknown stories of Western New York. So there you go. That explains it all the way with Bigfoot. Um, I still have no clue as to what that story was <laughs> explaining. They're explaining the strange and supernatural abilities that Bigfoot has because he was a stone giant. So I just wait, found the story okay, wait, wait, interesting. wait. So Bigfoot was a stone giant. Uh-huh. And the creator came down and said, hey, look at me, I'm the creator. I'm going to smash your face into the side of this mountain to show you I'm, no. like, the toughest. No, you're skipping a thing. Oh, wait, what? The creator came down one day, you know, like, just kicking it, uh-huh. you know, hang out. Hey, how's it going? It? Yeah, and the stone giant was like, hey, hey, man. Like, hey, hey, man. Are you down? Hey. And the, and the creator was <laughs> like, what? And he was like, hey, man, just, just close your eyes for a minute. And he was like, eh, okay. So he closed his eyes, and then when he, the then the stone giant was like, Hey, okay, man, now no, open your eyes. And he opened it, he's like, what? What? And then he'd moved his mountain a little bit, and he was like, oh, okay, so you're, like, showing off. And then he's like, okay, oh, okay. Stone Giant, now you, like, close your eyes, man. And that's what he And then he closes his eyes, and then he's like, <laughs> and then he puts his mountain right here in the Stone Giant. He's like, okay, now open it and turn towards me. And when he did, he smacked himself in his schnoz. Okay. And the creator's like, now see, man. Yeah, look. Quit showing off because you, know, you ain't nothing. You're just being a jerk. So you ain't nothing. You. And then they were like, <laughs> "Oh no, man, man, I wasn't doing nothing that bad. I just, I just want to show you smile like yeah, a little man, bit." Hey, and he was like, chill but, out. "Hey, let us, let us, let us stay at your crib. Let's just chill out a little bit, and we're gonna protect nature. And it's all gonna be good. Not- and we'll still have some powers and, and you know stuff. You're harshing my buzz. Yeah, but everything's okay. So career's like." All right, man, I'll do it just this time, just one time. But you screw up again, and you're going to have to beat your feet. And then beat feet became big feet. So how big did, So was that his punishment? He went from a stone giant to a Bigfoot? Yeah, now he just has to live Instead in the Instead of being and, like big rock guy, now he's like, look, you're going you're gonna to have to worry about body hair a lot. Yeah, he probably uses like a pooper scooper for people now. Okay. So. Huh. There you go. I just thought it was an interesting story. So, so for there you are, believe, everybody. The Chad uh, Dazed and Confused version of the uh, creation of Bigfoot. <laughs> if you believe Bigfoot is a supernatural stoner, then now <laughs> you know why. Because of what he did to the creator. Wow. <laughs> there you go. I, I think we're all a little bit better off for having heard that story. <laughs> I think we are, too. It's 420 somewhere. That's right. In the middle of a park out in New York is 420. All right, all right, all right. All right. What you got there, Mr. Chris? I don't know that this is near as, um, I mean, I don't really even know the word, but <laughs> as something is your story. I like to say it was enlightening. In, oh, there you go, enlightening. Mm-hmm. Very good. But nonetheless, uh, here we go. It says, ancient underground water samples could reveal alien life. Ooh, alien pee. And this is apparently from Brett Tingley. Tingley. Chad, 
While the search for unknown life forms most often takes place in the vast reaches of space, 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 there remain many undiscovered living things on Earth hiding in the deep, dark places far beyond the reaches of humankind. And if people would just use soap on a regular basis? Well, I mean... True. While there have long been speculation that there could be underground races of aliens or mutated men living within the Earth, no evidence has ever been found to confirm such theories. However, a recent study by researchers from the University of Alberta has revealed that ancient underground water samples might contain unknown organisms unlike any other known living things on Earth. Mm. There are two things in there that I'd like to touch on. Yes. One, you were quite the fan of the underground Earth mole people civilization. Hollow Earth? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Hollow Earth. Flat yeah, Earth. Things living in the Earth. Crazy Never mind. Space. <laughs> the other thing is, this is by researchers from the University of Alberta. Really? Can so Canadians? Canadians don't mess around when it's research. Yeah. Still not bacon, but okay. So we know this is this is hard science. They don't put up with shenanigans. Mm -hmm. They don't. I know. Look at Wayne Gretzky. Do you think he put up with shenanigans? They put the A in aliens. <laughs> wow. <laughs> According to their research published in Nature Communications... The geochemical and thermal conditions of these waters imply that any microbes found within might be biologically similar to the life forms we might find within, say, Martian soil. The hell you say. I do. Wow. Which has a similar composition. <laughs> the discovery of hydrogen-rich waters preserved below the Earth's surface in Precambrian rocks worldwide expands our understanding of the habitability of the terrestrial subsurface. These findings have implications for planetary habitability, they love that word, mm -hmm. and the exploration for evidence of life on Mars. Is there life on Mars? These water samples have been sealed off from the surface of our planet for over 2.7 billion years. The microbes found in these ancient water samples are believed to survive off of hydrogen and sulfates found in the subterranean water and surrounding rocks. You know, Chad, if they replaced microbes... With piranha in this story? Uh-huh. Hmm. 3D. We need Christopher Lloyd. According to lead researcher Long Lee... <laughs> not, uh, I can't, I'm not making it up. His brother's short. Short Lee and Long Lee. Uh -huh. This same combination of elements and molecules is believed to be under the surface of Mars, implying that similar microbes might be found on the red planet. Mr. Lee says... Because this is a fairly common geological setting on modern Mars, we think that as long as the right minerals and liquid water are present, maybe kilometers below the Martian surface, they may interact and produce energy for life, if there is any. I know what you're thinking. How? I, I, that's what it says. <laughs> you were hoping for green-skinned, bug-eyed aliens walking around zapping things with ray guns and whatnot. Still, yeah. microbes are cool, right? I mean, they don't zap things. Any life we might find on Mars, however small, will open the possibility for more advanced life forms and show us that we're not alone in this mysterious universe. Story done. So, there you go, Chad. Uh, wow, Chris. Much like the, uh, much like the plot of Piranha. Yep. <laughs> Apparently there's sealed water that's billions and billions of years old that <laughs> has bacteria in it. Yellow and blue make green. Sometimes. And then the bag is sealed. 
Well, Chris, that's quite enlightening. It is. Mm-hmm. Microbes. Yeah. But it doesn't say microbe machine. Mm. It's not the real thing from Mars. <laughs> well, does that wrap our, our news, Paro News? Today? I that's believe due. that is it from the Paro News Desk today. That was deuce. I know everybody was on pins and needles thinking that they had lost the uh, pair of news stories. I know. Since they'd been gone for a few weeks. Felt like I was missing something. I feel like we were almost doing a disservice and not educating the general public about weird news. That's true. Well, but, sir. Yes, Chad. I was going to say, uh, now that the news is over. Yes. We're going to take a little break. Yes, we are. Uh, you know what's going to happen when we come back from that break? Um, No. We're going to talk about something devilish. <laughs> we do like devil stories. Mm-hmm. What kind of devils? Uh, monkey devils. Sweet. Or devil monkeys. Even better. All right. Welcome back. Hello, hello, hello. That's right. Now, I'm excited today. Are you? I am. Just can't hide it. I, I'm about to lose do, control. Lose something. I would. <laughs> do you feel like you like it? I do. Well, you should be excited, sir. Because... I am because I'm now. Hang on, Chad. Okay. I know you're chomping at the bit because this is your show. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because I'm going to kick back on this show and listen to a story about some things that I'm not real familiar with. Uh-huh. Because Chad's going to educate us tonight. I am. I'm going to learn y'all something. What are you going to learn us about? I'm going to learn you about them devil monkeys. Scary. Never heard of devil monkeys before, have you, Chris? I had not until you uh, called me up today and said, hey, let's do devil monkeys. And I thought, huh, okay. I well. Mean, is that possessed monkeys? Is it? Crazy, just, you know. They're monkeys that act the devil. <laughs> they're well, ill-mannered de- monkeys. They're ill-mannered monkeys. They throw more than poo. Oh. Well, looking around and doing a little research and stuff, I ran across the term devil monkeys, which I myself never heard of, but apparently they are uh, known in Kentucky in certain areas. I mean, I will say that if I would just out of the blue see the term devil monkey on something that would be one of those things that raises a flag and i go huh i would think it'd be a skater shop i want a little know a little bit more about devil monkeys oh well, yeah so that's that kind of led me down the road to uh look at some information on devil monkeys and i found a lot was provided by the northern kentucky bigfoot research group are they ever spray painted silver not that i've seen mm. but um <laughs> 
What are devil monkeys, you ask? Hey, Chad, what are devil monkeys? Well, uh, the person from Northern Kentucky Bigfoot Research Group writes, well, I heard of them before, and there is a lot of controversy over the subject here in the Bluegrass State, which, Kentucky, we like to talk about. We do. For one, quite a, quite a few researchers here in the state dismiss the idea and for two, there are so few reports on them. Devil monkeys from the description stand six to seven feet tall, covered with hair, and walk bipedal just like a man. Their face resembles that of a monkey with the fangs and bushy tail and are extremely violent in nature. Okay. So the first report was in 1945 from Paintsville, Kentucky, where a fisherman who was cleaning catfish, he was attacked and mauled by a man-sized creature which resembled, guess what? A monkey. A monkey. That's nice. right. Then with, it fled with, with horns. <laughs> no horns. Oh. But it fled with the catfish into the woods. No. Yep. Dang it. They call that getting Captain Deed. That's <laughs> what they call that. <laughs> That's what they call that. In 1978, a Albany farmer, Charlie Stern, witnessed a man-sized creature with a monkey and man face, he calls it. So a combination <laughs> man of Man face. Uh, and a bushy tail killed one of his livestock. Mr. Stern fired several gunshots at the creature before it ran off. Later that year, several witnesses in Trimble County, Kentucky, west of the city of Milton, Kentucky, observed three man-monkey creatures ranging in size from seven to six foot and a four-foot uh, walking adjacent of the Ohio River in a tobacco field. So you had a couple of tall ones and a shorter one just cruising around by the tobacco field. Mm -hmm. Witnesses reported that the larger one of the three became violent uh, <laughs> when they approached it, snarling and growling, holding its ground until the other two were a safe distance away, and then it fled. Okay. Yep. These two were reported to be ape-human-faced with bushy tails. There are several reports of ape-like creatures from Canada and throughout the United States and South America, standing between six and eight feet tall, barrel-chested, and a baboon or dog-like face. So what do you think about that? Dog-like face. Dogmen? So Baboons? The connection with Sasquatch. Mm -hmm. grows. That's true. So here we have another creature that fits in with strange descriptions that seem somewhat similar mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. They leave footprints 11 to 16 inches long, and they're reported to have three toes. Oh, three. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. Monkeys have five. Yeah, but if you remember some of the more famous uh, cryptids that have popped up, like at the Elves. Chupacabra. Chupacabra, you know. Um, like the, I think the Honey Island Swamp Monster was yes. reported to be three-toed. Ohio Frogbin, they're three-toed. Yeah, three-toed. So there you go. There's another thing it has in common with a lot of their cryptids. Three-toed sloths. But this is true, except they don't get away as fast. Not really. Uh, but uh, most of these three-toed creatures are found deep in southern in the southern United States, but recently here in the Bluegrass area between Carrollton, Kentucky and Easter Day, Kentucky. Uh, a set of three-toed tracks were found measuring 13 inches in the reports of something hairy wandering the woods. <laughs> so, really, does do the devil monkeys live in the woods of Kentucky? The Cabinet of Fish and Wildlife in Kentucky, in their own words, say there is no such thing. There are no devil monkeys in Kentucky, but I have to differ <laughs> because something is traveling through our woods, such as Bigfoot, Goatman, Dogman, or maybe devil monkeys. Who knows? It's up to you to decide. That's right. Of course they're going to... What? Devil monkey? There's no devil You're monkeys. You're smoking something. <laughs> so, let's jump forward a little bit and talk about Foxylvania. Foxylvania? Foxylvania. Just like Transylvania, but with fox at the front instead of trans. Okay. So, 
Then they have a devil <laughs> is it, monkey who is was that in sighted. Kentucky? Well, it's the Appalachian Mountains. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Was spotted in the 1970s, specifically in such locations as West Point, Kentucky. Uh-huh. Uh, where Wayman and Marva Morgan were troubled by something five to seven feet tall that killed and mangled their poor Sheltie dog. It made noises while ransacking their garbage cans and further announcing its presence by a bad odor. The devil monkey was spotted by Marva Morgan through a window and was seen to have sharp fangs and claws. There's a devil monkey. There is. Devil monkey out there in my garbage. Devil monkey out there killing my dog. Devil monkey out there doing devil monkey things to my car. My doing devil monkey things. To my mailbox. Devil monkey in my mailbox. Fling a poo smells like fire and brimstone. Devil monkey don't realize being in your mailbox is a federal offense. So <laughs> well, he's you, he's a devil monkey. I don't think he cares. <laughs> I don't think he cares either. Does bad things. That's why he's called a devil uh, monkey. The devil, the devil monkey, uh... Let's see. In Saltville, Virginia, the parents of Scott Boyd encountered Devil Monkey while in their car. When the creature raked at the windows and left lengthy scratches in rows of three along the sides of the vehicle, speculations were made that perhaps the creature was escaped from a government research facility and was mutated by heavy metal pollution in the area. Now they're teenage anthrax. Now they're teenage mutant ninja devil monkeys. (laughs) Teenage mutant devil uh, monkeys. So already, Chad, uh, I see what's going to happen here. What's that? I mean, they're already talking about government research. I think we know where this is going. Uh Uh-huh. You know who's behind it? Nazis. That's right. Crazy. Crazy Nazi experiments. Yeah, I thought you would want to say that. But no. (laughs) Who else is going to make devil monkeys? I don't know. Who would want devil monkeys? Nazis. Devil worshippers. Why would they want monkeys? Who are Nazis. Devil worshiping Nazi scientists. There you go. Holy crap, Chad. Think about it. Call George Nori. Yep. Here's a little bit from <laughs> Mysterious Universe on it on Devil Monkeys. Uh, like we said before, you know, they have different heights, but they talk about these being three to four feet tall, excessively hairy, bipedal, and vicious. Devil monkeys have been reported in southern states for decades, resembling baboons with dog like faces. They have bushy tails. Uh, in Kentucky, the most famous devil monkey encounter occurred in 1973. Near Albany, where they reported that three black primates had slaughtered livestock. No devil monkeys were ever captured. Given the fact there are 12.4 million acres of forest in the state, it's not out of question a troop of baboon-like primates may have found a home in the woods of Kentucky. So The hell you said... Oh, sorry. Oh, Chris. My bad. I got excited. I think you stepped over your bounds, sir. I got excited. I'm sorry. Yes, you did. <laughs> so. Yes. What do you think about Devil Monkey so far? Well, here's my question. Uh-huh. Now, are they are are they supposed to just be kind of monkeys that are really ill-tempered? Or are they something different? Well, are they just like a unknown primate? Well, everybody seems to think they're monkeys because their tail, their baboon-like faces. Mm-hmm. They do walk uh, upright like men. So. so, well, I guess what I'm getting at is, are these supposedly just kind of a at one point or time, some actual just real existing species of monkeys got out and have been like existing in the wild for a while. And these are just like really wild monkeys or are they a, Hey, this is like insert Sasquatch skunk ape Yeti here. 
unknown hominid. I think the general consensus for most people is these these are these are a monkey that we're just not familiar with. Okay. And they're living in these little pockets, but they're getting grouped into the Bigfoot Sasquatch arena because of their their furry because they're people. furry and angry. Yeah, and sometimes they can be pretty tall. <laughs> but um, you know, so I just think it's funny, and the reason I want to talk about these two is when we were looking through stories for some of the other shows, you'll hit this occasional story where somebody's got some freaky tale about a road that if you drive back so far, you get attacked <laughs> by monkeys that hang out in trees. And it was like, yeah, back there, there was this scientist who was doing this work with children and monkeys and combining the DNA of the two. And then in 1950-something, uh, they burnt, the monkeys escaped and burnt down his laboratory. And then there's been a pocket of these weird monkeys ever since. So kids don't drive back that road. It'd be something along those lines. But I just think it's <laughs> funny that there are those weird oddball stories. But then there's also these monkey sightings that are just here, there, and everywhere. They're not, it's not just specific to that one area and that one weird story. Right. So when I saw this, that's one of the reasons I really wanted to, to talk about it. Um, so it may, now, are you thinking that maybe... A lot of, say, Bigfoot stories or sightings get lumped in. Like, Devil Monkey and Bigfoot sightings get lumped together, and perhaps that's where some of the Bigfoot's insane might come from, is Bigfoot may not be quite as crazy and killery as he has made out to be lately, and it's these Devil Monkeys that are the ones that are, like, crazy Bigfoot on crack yeah, I think it's possible. I think a lot of the Bigfoot researchers have been thrown out there that Bigfoot's not just one type of creature. There's a bunch of different it's ones. It's a bunch, right. Yeah, I I think that finding stories like this definitely helps to nail that down, that, you know, you've got what we consider like the Patty Bigfoot. You've got... Like that quintessential Bigfoot yeah, is you, the one. You've got like the Florida skunk ape kind of thing going on. Right, you've Which, got now the skunk ape's supposed to be slightly smaller than like smaller your normal and like, more aggressive, Bigfoot, Bigfoot, right? And yeah, and, and smells then, a little bit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then you've got like the Bigfoot that are out in Washington that are supposed to be what more aggressive. Um, yeah, the you know. kind of like the Jack Link's beef jerky Bigfoot. There only, only more. I'm not gonna just like punch you. I'm gonna. Rip your throat might, out. Might pop your arm off. Right. And then you've got the weird stuff that falls into, like, the dog man, uh, Kentucky land between the lakes. You know, the body parts hanging from trees. and The the ones that are I do crack actively, and yeah. there's something not right in my head. Yeah, so I just think it's <laughs> funny that, um, you know, there's these, these stories that definitely say, hey, here's a different slice from that Bigfoot pie. It's a different, <laughs> the Bigfoot it's pie. It's a different critter. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, as I kept reading, it said that, uh, vicious marsupial like primates have oh. been reportedly attacking humans across North America since 1934. And that, uh, it says devil monkeys are a unique breed of North American ape that have been described as being three to four feet tall. Although some witnesses have sworn that these furry fiends can reach a height that is in excess of seven feet. seems clear, however, that those who have had an encounter with this larger version of the beast are actually describing a run in with a prototypical hairy hominid and not the smaller, more primate devil monkeys. Mm -hmm. So uh, unlike the legendary gorilla, like Bigfoot or Yeti, these creatures that have been seen throughout the American South and Midwest 
and as far north as Alaska had been described as a shaggy canine-faced baboon-like creature with powerful, almost kangaroo-like legs. Uh-oh. Once again, kind of dogmanish. Mm-hmm. A trait they share with South America's notorious goat sucker, the chupacabra. What? Devil monkeys are indeed closest to one type of chupacabras, but with the hair still on. Other distinguishing traits that devil monkeys are said to have um, include three-toed razor-clawed feet, tiny pointed ears, and a long, often bushy tail. So there you go. They got little clawed hands. So the, the one thing I'm kind of noticing about this is there's a lot of range in their descriptions. <laughs> yeah, but they still they still keep the things like there's the three claws... There's the baboon-like face. The, the height really seems the to be hind leg, the kangaroo-like legs. Mm-hmm. I think the little bit that I did read on this once you, you told me what sub what uh, topic we wanted to cover. Uh-huh. I think the, that's the most frightening thing to me is not only are they kind of like a really insane, vicious Bigfoot, they're also really freaking fast and can jump really far. Yeah. But, so you're out there, one sees you and decides that it you look like a tasty snack. It's pretty much done. Yeah, actually... Um, There's no running from a devil monkey. One of the first encounters uh, with this swift, dangerous predator was in 1934 in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. According to the reports, which were allegedly published in a national newspaper, eyewitnesses described a mysterious beast that could leap across fields with lightning speeds and had the ability to jump great distances up to 20 feet, according to some accounts, and have led to some speculate that these animals may have something in common with mysterious kangaroos that have been seen throughout the United (laughs) States for decades. Now, see, there's another thing. I didn't know that anybody had seen any mysterious kangaroos. Mysterious Captain kangaroos. That's right. It was boxing kangaroos. Um, But some people have tried to explain them away as kangaroos hopping around that have either escaped or been part of a zoo or whatever, but... uh, there's there's nothing that really points to these being kangaroos. So, I mean, anything from Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia. Um, the first official actual devil monkey sighting occurred in 59. Uh, there was a couple by the name of Boyd, that, Boyd B-O-Y-D, that were driving through the mountains near their home in Saltville, Saltville Virginia. According to their account, an ape-like creature attacked their car, leaving three scratch marks on the vehicle. Boyd's daughter, Pauline, described the terrifying attacker. She said it had light, taffy-colored hair with a white blaze down its neck and underbelly. It stood on two large, well-muscled back legs and had shorter front legs or arms. Boyd went on to describe a second devil monkey encounter that happened just days later in the same region. Uh, Several days after this incident, two nurses from the Saltville area were driving home from work one morning and were attacked by an unknown creature who ripped the convertible top from their car. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Luckily, the nurses though surely frightened out of their wits, were unharmed. In 1969, esteemed a mystery ape researcher, Renee Dodine and John Green looked into accounts of a long-tailed monkey beast that eyewitnesses claimed was lurking near Mamquam, British uh, Columbia. This creature was said to have left a series of distinctive three-toed tracks, much like those attributed to devil monkeys, as well as a legendary Honey Island swamp monster in its wake. Earlier sightings go back to 1935 in British Columbia. A cross between a baboon and a velociraptor. Mm-hmm. Still. Just quick clawing. <laughs> Once again, no, thank you. I do not choose to deal with a <laughs> devil monkey. Quick and clawy monkeys. Um, 
Yeah, we, Chloe. We know good old Lauren Coleman. Lauren and, Coleman, uh, yes. Yep, famed cryptozoologist. Uh, but 1973, he investigated reports of three black bushy-tailed giant monkeys that were said to have slaughtered livestock in Albany, Kentucky, which we talked about. Coleman mentioned that the event uh, in an interview in Animal with Animal Planet, he investigated the case in depth. He interviewed the people who were very sincere in the whole context of Devil Monkey's reports. It seemed extremely sincere. You have these reports of hairy monkey-like creatures with tails, very different from Bigfoot. In 1979, there was a spate of reported encounters with a bipedal monkey-like critter known as the Belt Road Booger. What? Belt Road Booger. (coughs) Booger. Couldn't pick a better one if you wanted to. He hailed from the rural depths of Georgia. One female eyewitness described it as the ugliest looking thing I've ever seen. (laughs) It had a tail like a beaver, but it's bushy. She also claimed (laughs) it bore a face like a dog. These traits are all known to be devil monkey characteristics. And stories go on and on, Chris, about encounters with these devil monkeys. Some people started telling them not knowing what they were. So, so. we have Satan-worshipping Nazi scientists mm-hmm. that decided to take a kangaroo, kangaroo and a baboon. Baboon. Maybe some old dinosaur DNA, like from Velociraptor. Possibly. And splice them together. Wait a minute, you left out beaver. Oh, and beaver. Uh-huh. And splice that DNA together. And then proceeded to give it rabies. <laughs> and shoot it full of crack. Rabid crack devil monkey. I think Guar saying about that once. <laughs> Rabid crack devil monkey. And then set it loose on the world. <laughs> he doesn't want your banana. <laughs> he only wants your flesh. He's here for your blood. Devil monkey here for your blood. I think if they would have got those out in a little bit stronger number, we'd probably be speaking German right now. Probably. I think the I think World War Two would have turned a little different. Die, devil monkey, die! Not only do they sling the poop at you, they also kill you. Oh, look at them! The, the <laughs> little jeeps with the little swastikas. They wear the little swastika on the arm, and they fling the poo, and then. They bite at your throat. This is our alpha devil monkey. His name is Adolf. <laughs> so there you go, Chris. How would you feel if one day you looked out the back uh, window there and you had a devil monkey on your deck? I mean, can they open doors and windows? I mean, got them little clawy fingers. They only I'm have sure three. Is there a thumb? Posable thumb, probably. Hmm. They probably bite that one down, though, so it's easier to, <laughs> to you know. I mean, if you can't get in my house, then I'm, a, you know, I'll, I'll take some pictures, send it to the Inquirer. Yeah. Okay. But if he can get in the doors, I might be a little leery. You know, I think we know what the Halloween costumes for your kid next year is going to be. Devil monkeys. The kids are going to be devil monkeys. Just dress them as baboons with horns. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what are you? Devil monkey. Devil monkey. We're devil monkeys. You know, once again, I know we do this almost every show at one point or another, but every time you say devil monkey, I Rob Zombie pops into my it's head. A Rob Zombie song. Devil monkey, devil monkey. Devil monkey, devil monkey, running. Devil monkey, what's that in his hand? Flinging poop at you. That's right. <laughs> Duke's new line, take wow. over Monchichi. <laughs> devil Monchichi. <laughs> devil Monchichis. <laughs> Where was that cartoon? I don't know, but I'll tell you what, I'd watch Devil Monchichi. I would. <laughs> I drew a pentagram. <laughs> they put their little thumbs in their mouths. Wow. Devil Mon Chi Chi, Devil Mon Chi Chi. Oh. Look at me. So, yes. another thing to be worried about 
when you're out in the middle of nowhere driving around. Mm-hmm. One more to put on your list. I mean, they could rip a convertible top off. Do you imagine being in a porta potty? <laughs> a devil monkey attack. Next thing you know, devil monkey's in there. How would you explain that one? That go could... to you go to work on Monday. You got scratches and bites all over. You're like, what the heck happened to you? Tell them it was a good date. Devil monkey. Yeah, I can't come in today. <laughs> yeah, if you had to call in, what boss is gonna believe? Devil monkey attack. I um. Uh... I was out in a park yesterday, and I, I was having a little problem going to the bathroom. And I went into the porta potty, and I was assaulted by a oh, devil, Chad, a devil you, monkey. You got assaulted? What, Chad? Are you okay? What well, what happened? I mean, first there was a shake at the door, and I of course screamed occupied, and then the scream continued, the shake continued. And I screamed occupied a little bit louder. And at that point, right. there was a pounding on the door. Right. And a tiny three-clawed hair hand came in. Wait. And it what? That, yeah, a little tiny three-clawed <laughs> hair hand came in. It was probably a strong hand. And it reached in. And then, of course, I had no problem defecating at that point. But, <laughs> but I, I had to run. And then, so I was leaving a trail for him to follow as I tried to get to my car. And my hands were filthy and I have nice interior in my car. And then the devil monkey, he came. Wait, Chad. Well, Chad. Did, yeah. Did you just say devil monkey? I did. So, so wait, you're, you're saying you were attacked by a devil monkey. Yeah. While you were trying to use a porta potty at the park. Yeah. And it had tidy three clawed hands. Yeah. And chased you. Uh huh. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I think they got rid of a few people where I work because of that. <laughs> the devil monkey excuse. The devil fly. monkey chased me out of the crapper. So, Chris, that's what I got on Devil Monkey, man. Take it or leave it. I like it. Yeah. I can, I can believe it. Mark off camping. Yeah. Uh uh. Yeah. Camp indoors from now. I would go camping. It's going to be in some armored vehicle. Have to be in a nice RV. Yeah, with bars on the windows and yeah. bulletproof tires and yeah, anti-devil monkey package on your RV. I mean, we we've we, on this is the show alone. We've talked about enough weird things out there. I've watched Blair Witch. You know, there's no there's no staying in a tent in the woods. There's no reason to. No, in this day and age, it's stupid. Well, even if you think about it, I mean, a rabid squirrel could take you out in a tent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so devil monkeys. Yes, sir. You know, I would like to think, though, that you could you could technically have devil insert animal here. Of course you could. I mean. Tasmanian. Devil, devil. Ko- devil koala. Oh. I mean, anything in Australia, you could probably put devil in front of, and it really wouldn't change much. Devil Yorkie. It's still going to kill you. See Devil Yorkie. Devil Yorkie. Yeah. It's a Yorkie, but it acts like the devil. Don't they all? No. Oh. They bark a lot. Devil Hell Hellbender. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. You don't even have to put devil in front Take of that. Take a finger off. They're they're just creep. Yeah. <laughs> what if they still have that one at Louisville Zoo? That's another one of those that you're like, that there's another reason to not actually swim in a river. Yeah. Hellbender. There's no reason to actually swim in a river. Surprised they don't just call those things like pecker snippers or something. I mean, hellbenders, snapping turtles, like the alligator gar. No, there's no reason to swim in a river. There's things that poop. Want to? 
I mean, yeah. River, river poop does it for me. It doesn't have to bite me. I just don't want to hit anybody's peanutty corny fun hey, log. Your baby Ruth bar. There. Hey, I don't see what the big deal is. Here's what you want. Oh, wow. So I think that, uh, that'll wrap that <laughs> subject up. <laughs> yeah, puts a bow on it, sir. I think we should start a new series of paranormal guys. This is like Devil Next Animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Today we're talking about the Devil Ostrich. And it's just an animal it's devil hordes on Devil gerbil. So, Chris. Yes, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. Well, you know what would probably rejuvenate you, Chad? Uh, what's that? An invigorating, refreshing visit to paranormalguys.com. Paranormalguys.com. That's right. Wow. That is our website, and that's where you can go to do all sorts of things, like listen to the show read all the full show notes and get the links to any of the stories we do. See some of that groovy art that Chad does for the shows now. Groovy. Groovy. You also can drop us an email where you can give us any kind of suggestions, comments, anything you want about the show, and one of Chad's personal favorite things you could do. Listener stories. Why don't you be part of the invigoration generation (laughs) and give us some listener stories. You could do that, and then there's also a little section where you can uh, throw a little uh, donation our way if you so choose to do. Kick a little coin our way, since we're not funded by the faceless corporate giants in America. That's right. We are our own people. We are. And one other thing you can do on the website is you can sign up for email notifications when new shows drop. All you do is submit your email address, and whenever a new show goes live... You get an email saying, hey, new show's live. Listen up. One other way you can do that as well, Chad, is you can go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash pair O, normal guys. And Chad uh, likes to update our Facebook page a lot with weird, interesting little pictures and nuggets of knowledge and trivia and all kinds of weird things. And that's also another way that you can get a notification when a new show drops is by liking our Facebook page. While you're over there liking our Facebook page, why not go on over to facebook.com slash William Blanchard Soundtrack. That is William Blanchard's Facebook page, and he is the gentleman that does all of the music for our shows. Eye of the Storm is the theme song that we use with little extras thrown in here and there. He did the background music for the... Halloween show last week, Chad. Spooky. Two weeks ago. Whenever. (laughs) So give Mr. William Blanchard's Facebook page a little like there, too. Show him some love. Because, like we like to say, William Blanchard is, Chad, a musical genius. That's right. True, sir. True dat. And as always, have a pair of normal weeks. They're not going to give a gentleman like me a Suzuki sidekick. It's going to be a Jeep, possibly a Wrangler X or an Unlimited. Right. What are those new ones? Nice four-wheel drive. Futuristic curves. Pop-down hardtop with lasers.